0: Hi, my name's Karen O'Connor, and welcome to this episode of the Menopause Marriage and Motherhood Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. So, let's start with you. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Where did you come from? How did you end up where you are? And just just give me a bit of background. And what's your life story? Tell me your life story in 10 minutes.
1: (laughs) No, no, no (laughs) No worries at all. So, I came from Indonesia. And I moved here um, in 1996 to marry my first husband. Now I'm up to husband number two. So hopefully (laughs) I don't have to look for husband number three. (laughs) I came from um, Indonesia. I came from a very religious um, background and uh, somehow I've Felt I didn't feel home back home, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. Not because my family didn't love me enough, not because uh, I didn't love my family, but uh, the mindset is kind of like different. I feel, uh, I feel different. Yeah, yeah, sort of like an outsider. Uh, I always wanted to study overseas or or go overseas, like. Um, during teenage years, typically Indonesian teenagers will ask their parents, "Hey, mom and dad, can you buy me a motorbike or uh, can you buy me a car?" Never, ever, I ask for those. Why? Wow. Just ask. I want to go overseas. Because uh, this is without me realizing that my uh, preconditioning was injected um, with um, shame, guilt, and probably. Um, some sort of anger thrown um, into that as well, Um, especially sort of like a um, suppressed um, anger. Yeah, and that's what I observed growing up. And uh, it didn't sit well with me or uh, I, I wanted something different. I wanted something different. And therefore, I always look to uh, go elsewhere. So um, when I was in junior high, I uh, started panpaling paling uh, this Indonesian guy as well and for six and a half years we were dating like long distance uh long distance relationship and then um at the age of 21 then we got married i moved to australia he was already here and i moved to australia and we got married so we were married for 10 years and unfortunately uh it was an abusive relationship so i left after three attempts and then um in the journey of my self-healing journey, I went back to um, college, studying counseling and life coaching, and I went to several um, self-development seminars. Um, Yeah, and I saw a couple of therapists as well to help me um, heal myself because um, I went to uh, depression and anxiety um, during that painful 10 years and afterwards. So uh, yeah, it's, it's great. And then uh, I found out that I uh, would like to be a coach straight away, so I went to college. And even though our major were like um, two majors um, combining together, so there are um, classes of counseling and classes of coaching, straight away I knew that I would be a coach and straight away I knew that my niche would be in relationship.
0: So what's the difference between coaching and counselling?
1: So counselling um, typically focuses on the now and the past. Coaching typically focuses on the now and the future. But because I've gone through both, I understand the importance of um, unpacking your baggage because everyone has baggage, right? And uh, deal with that. But my nature is, uh, and my energy, probably you can pick up my energy is quite light, so the, if, we're, we're, if we're talking energetically, like language, coaching is more light in terms of energy and counseling is darker sort of energy, so I am drawn to the more uh, like lighter energy and also more action-based uh, uh, result or outcome. Yeah. So when I coach That's my true. clients, I like to, uh, well, obviously um trying to listen to so listen and then, uh, kind of like help them provide some sort of solution from themselves because I'm quite client centric. So it's not, it's not just my values. Um, I don't want to inject my values because it, it may not be them. So I like to find out who they truly are and uh, we set action steps based on who they are what they want so they can reach their goals whatever it is that they want to manifest in their life
0: so a little bit just go let me go back a couple of steps so yeah. um what made you so you just wanted to come to australia when you you were just wanting to get out of indonesia when you were
1: young did you correct i want to marry always want to marry a foreigner <laughs> Always. I didn't get that with husband number one, but at least he was already in Australia. (laughs) He's Indonesian, but he was already in Australia. So I kind of, mind you back then I love him. Um, uh, I still unconditionally love him, not in love with him anymore at all. Uh, (laughs) So I kind of like settle for second best, (laughs) as long as I can escape. and then now husband number two is australian so uh yes uh goal achieved
0: <laughs> so cool that so, that's such a cool story so why what what do you think now looking back on because you got all your, your coaching experiences and everything what do you think was the cause of or the reason for that dream why did you have that dream
1: uh the dream to go overseas and marry a foreigner yeah (laughs) i don't know why i guess it's always (laughs) it's always there within me like um i wasn't that happy not that i don't love indonesia i love indonesia like the the food the culture uh love it so much but probably mindset wise i feel different and in here i feel at home even though to begin with, you know, when you're transitioning um, as a foreigner coming to a new country, know no one except my husband um, and his family, and um, that's it. knew no one. Uh, it was tough, you know, uh, transitioning. You know, missing my home, etc. Missing my friends. Uh, but then I feel this is home. You know, it's it's hard to uh, describe. Just a feeling that I know that this is home
0: when you so you left your first husband and you went to do the um, life coaching you got your life coaching qualification what happened then and how did you end up because where you are now is is kind of not life coaching it's kind of much more than that isn't it what do you do so what how, how did you end up where you are now (laughs) <laughs> what happened
1: <laughs> so um i've been a uh, spa therapist for 21 years now all right um and i always like making people relax that's why my title if you if you see my email signature ingrid galloway relationship coach and chief relaxation officer i often joke around with people why be a ceo when you can be a cro (laughs) because i I really love making people relax and uh it doesn't matter how highly strung they are the clients they seem to uh manage to relax pretty quickly uh, when they're with me so uh, i don't know probably it's my one of my superpowers um <laughs> i can't fly but well you know good enough i can make people relax <laughs>
0: it's a
1: good one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes so um apart from that you know um As I mentioned to you before, when I went back to college, I I knew straight away it's it's really helpful when you have an inner knowing, say back then growing up at school, I always knew that I wanted to be a teacher and I've done so, you know, by the age of uh, 16, um, I was teaching music, uh, so I call it in my past life. (laughs) Um, um, I was a choir conductor for 16 years and uh, my first job actually was a piano teacher. So uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I always have the inner knowing of what I wanted, uh, which makes it easier um, because a lot of people, they study for how many years in school, in college, and then um, when they come to the workplace, they don't know what they want. They're, they're still confused of they want uh, w- what they want, whereby I always knew that um, I want to teach something and then uh, when I study uh, spa therapy it fit really well with me you know so I can nurture people I can um, train therapists on how to be the better therapy so the, the training aspect of it um, I, I've already done throughout my years of service 21 years of service um, and with my coaching well I'm kind of teaching uh, couples or broken-hearted singles, how to uh, relax and heal and strengthen their relationship. So I guess, uh, even though I don't teach at school per se, but I, I am, you know, living my purpose. I'm, yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely helpful to have the sense of inner knowing and listen to that sense of inner knowing as well, of what's right for you and what's not.
0: So let's move straight on from there. Tell me what you do now and what your company does because it's it's just fascinating.
1: (laughs) Yes, so uh, Kayangan, uh, that's my business name and it means heaven. It came from the ancient Javanese language, right, because I was born Born and bred in the island of Java. Um, So I use that name because that really resonates with me. That name will be my future, the name of my future retreat. Um, As you can see in my banner over there, I serve. Uh, broken-hearted singles, stressed people, and loving couples, and I serve them with my one-on-one coaching programs, my workshop, um, my retreats, and uh, therapies and products. So I have two different skills: relationship coaching and spa therapy, um, and I I make them relax that way. So that's that's what I do, and um, I am at the moment a student of a retreat course, because that's my, my big dream. I would love to uh, build a retreat center for um, couples um, and brokenhearted singles so they can heal and also day spa and family home in one. So uh, that's my big dream. So right now I am creating stepping stones towards my dream and from next year i will host retreats you know in australia to begin with and then eventually 2022 overseas
0: wow. so why have you specifically focused on relationships on healing people who've just come out of a relationship and created better relationships why have you focused on that
1: a lot of healers uh, tend to hit rock bottom. And then after they heal themselves, they want to um, help others in similar sort of uh, situation or predicament, the same thing with me. So, uh, because I've been suffering in the past and I would like to help others in similar sort of situation uh, because um, when you're brokenhearted, it hurts, you know, it sucks, that's that's reality and if i can ease someone's pain or uh maybe uh make the grieving process quicker and better then uh it's very rewarding to me
0: and And how do you do that how do you help somebody through the process what what do you do
1: um, with, with coaching, obviously, and um, I ask people how uh, they feel their most troublesome um, situation or worry or uh, something that frustrates them the most, and we start from there. Everyone's different. Um, I like to unpack a little bit of uh, whatever's happening in the past. And typically, people uh, like to go back to their childhood because uh, it's interesting how much that we carry on from our childhood. And um, if I can um, unpack that, heal that, and move on, so then they can, they can start, you know, heal and not stuck in the past. I like to move people pretty quickly. My approach is quite direct. Um, I don't like to sort of like fluff around. I'm, I'm gentle, but I'm direct. <laughs> yeah. In fact, um, in dating like myself i i told my uh husband uh, when we're dating you know I'm, I'm a very direct person and he thought he could take it and so here we go we're married 12 years later sometimes he said oh gee you're direct i said well i told you so <laughs> i was upfront and honest here uh, you take it or uh you leave it <laughs>
0: So when, when you're coaching somebody through that process of release and everything, is that a combination of like counseling and spa therapy or is it, or is it just the counseling? What do you do? Counseling and coaching. Right. Okay.
1: Yes. Yeah. So spa therapy is mainly like massage, facial, if they want to come to me um, and um, have that as well. Uh, not a problem. I can do that. Yes. Or if they just want to have the coaching, then um, that's fine as well. Because the reason
0: I'm asking is I saw in your, one of your couples packages is that you do massages as well, like you, and but I think you teach them how to do
1: exactly. individual
0: massages. So, so, talk to me about that because I thought I was like, Oh, that's really interesting.
1: Yes, yeah. so I like to marry my two skills together. Initially, people, uh, marketing people, said, mm, You need to promote yourself as just the one thing, but I said, I'm these two things, like. What should I do? I want to be authentic. This is me. And guess what? It's just an aha moment one night. And hey, why don't I marry my two skills together? You know, I'm very good with my massage, and I can teach. I've been teaching people how to massage better, therapists at least. Um, and what about me teaching couples how to massage each other for relaxation and intimacy? So uh, two sessions will be relaxing sort of uh, massage. You know, you don't have to be a therapist or a th- or have any previous um, experience or qualification in massage because I'm not expecting you to be a professional massage therapist but at least you know how to touch your partner you know uh, that's to start with and then uh, on session number three then I will teach couples how to massage each other in the in a more intimate way I'm not watching them <laughs> just in case some of your viewers are a bit concerned like uh I'm not comfortable with you you know looking at us wearing nothing no no (laughs) it will be discreet it will be discreet it will be just like my hand gesture (laughs) and my voice guiding you you know if you come to my clinic then I will put the room divider up so I can't see you you can't see me you just see my hand signaling something and listen to my voice or during COVID era, better still, thanks to COVID, you know I pivoted online. So online, yeah you can hit the uh, share screen button or you can you know turn off your videos. so that's okay. You can watch me, watch my face, watch my hands, listen to my voice, but I don't see you. So you do you do in your own um, comfort zone, <laughs> like <Light> the candle. <laughs> create that romantic ambience and then you do what you do.
0: <laughs> but that package also includes cancelling for the couple as well. Doesn't it? Includes coaching.
1: Yes. Yep. Yeah. Coaching, coaching and as well.
0: Right. So in the coaching, what do you do with couples? What is it
1: that you work on? Um, their issues and communication mainly. Yes. And their goals as well. Right. Yeah. So I have the, um, uh, one example whereby uh, this couple, they've been married for 20 years. Uh, of course, everything is confidential. So uh, you will never know who I'm talking about. Um, they um, fight outside my door. <laughs> and then they came in. Um, and at the end of that one session, they kiss each other and they say to each other, I love you. So that's very rewarding. That's how powerful the work is, you know, if you uh, even though you have this pent up energy angry at each other doesn't matter, but as long as you are open that you um, you are willing to work together to resolve the issue magic happens magic happens definitely.
0: So what would you say is the number one thing for people in relationships? What do you think the number one block is to them having a great relationship from your experience?
1: Yes. Uh, So top three, um, cause of relationship breakups, um, communication, money, infidelity. Yes. So, um, I'm not a, Money expert, so I normally outsource that. Uh, but I understand that the complaints coming in would include somewhere um, around money, uh, and then if I can, if I can refer to someone else or have a or give them a little bit of understanding, Oh, actually you're communicating this. Sometimes it's about communication as well. Yes. The matter is money, but it's about the different communication style about money. Yes. Um, and communication about, you know, their love languages. They don't feel love, even though the other person giving uh, love signals, but the other person doesn't understand. So that sort of different, um, style of communication, uh, Past baggage as well. So they've been conditioned a certain way, you know, uh, one person may be over communicative and the partner feels like, My God, you know, like how, how much do I have to listen to you? Like, when is my turn? So (laughs) when they first come to my session, kind of like aha moment. Oh my God, I've never been hurt like this before. Never in the however many years of the, their relationship. Yes, because obviously I'm here as the third party, giving you an objective a view of everything and also a space, I provide space. So I listen to both, without judgment that is, whereby when you are in the uh, relationship, you tend to judge people and you tend to jump uh, <laughs> to your partner uh quick enough, because it's our natural fallback to to point and blame if we're if we're not happy about something, then uh just natural default you know pointing and blaming natural I understand that, yes, so it helps to have the the stranger in in the triangle of relationship yes <laughs> it's a threesome without being uh you know
0: sexual the people that come to you for um broken hearted counseling you know when you split up from a relationship or your partner's side is that mainly men or women who which genders do you find you attract or is it kind of 50 50 Um, how are they different as well because i'm i was talking to um a friend of mine yesterday and she was saying that she got back onto the dating scene when she was in her mid forties and she had to do all of this personal work because she'd gone through abusive relationships and you know, she kept attracting the same kind of guy. And she ended up getting getting coaching, joining this program that taught her how to put up profiles on dating sites and how to talk to guys Mm -hmm. in man talk so not what women think men want to hear but what men will actually hear and then also what to look for in the response that she got from the men like if they said x don't even bother responding they're not going to be offended like you really don't want them in your life but if they said this then that was okay and that was a really fascinating inside, does that come into what you you do? Because I can kind of hear it with what you were saying on the couples coaching, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's that difference in in languages, but it is the five love languages as well. So there's kind of all sorts of things embroiled in there, isn't it?
1: Yeah, exactly. I am not a dating coach, so, uh, but I have a general sort of understanding um, on how not to attract a certain um, sort of people or recognize. Say for example, um, if you apply for a job um, interview, typically they will um, interview you and put you in a disc um, sort of profiling to understand your um, your characteristic a little bit better, whether you fit the team or not. Now, I uh, like that sort of concept. So knowing, oh, this type of personality, is like this and this and that type of personality is like that and that and what type of personality are you and um what type of personality was your partner and did that work for you or not so would you like to attract that in the past in the future as well sometimes we don't realize and if we haven't uh, heal the relationship that we had with our uh, parents, for example. Be, uh, give, give you an example. Uh, someone told me that her friend um, keep attracting the same type of a dysfunctional father because she uh, had a dysfunctional uh, father uh, growing up. So keep attracting that type of man is just in a different form. Yeah. So if we go back a little bit and then unpack that and understanding, ah, why did I do that? Did my inner child not being hurt or something? uh, So then I long for this thing that I just keep attracting from, from the guys out there. Then, uh, she or he would, would have a better sort of like choice. Understanding, okay, this is why I behave this way. So then if I want to break my pattern, then I can choose this way. Yes. And typically say, um, give you another example. Uh, One lady, she uh, grew up being very, very independent and she tend to attract men that like to be mothered. And that's very draining. That's very draining. Yes. So um, if we can go back and unpack what's, what's in the past there and then we understand, okay, this is why I did what I did and uh, what are my top three must haves and what are my top three non-negotiables and what are my Uh, three kind of like okay zone, you know, I can live with it. Uh, He may not have my top one must have uh, on the list, but then he has this other um, personality or these other qualities that's actually really, really good. And that's been missing in my life. And because of that, Counteract, you know, one negative, one positive. It kind of like balance uh, itself out, and I can live with that. Then, okay, cool, no problem. So, and this applies to both men and women. Oh yes, yes. Typically, for the singles, I tend to attract more ladies, and for the couples' work, I don't know why the men tend to initiate uh, the work. Probably because my that couple by her house diamond package package involves massage lesson and probably at the end they were hoping to get more sex maybe <laughs> i don't blame them it happened <laughs> tell you a funny story that uh, one client well it's the man engaging uh, for this package he wanted a lot of kids but his wife was like no we already have three no thank you and guess what At the end of the package, not long after they finished the package, they fall pregnant with baby number four. (laughs) (laughs) He was very happy.
0: (laughs) I was actually thinking that because when I looked at it, I thought, John, my husband had signed up for this. (laughs) 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 And And I'm the same. I'm like, four kids, no more. (laughs) No. (laughs) yeah like my
1: god like do you know how much work you know uh, being a mother is already like man i have three kids no way and then i don't know what happened like i i didn't push her to to you know to try for another baby or no i i never mentioned that (laughs) but they work it out themselves so uh yeah he ended up being very happy (laughs)
0: So when you do that couples therapy, or not therapy, whatever it is, you work out the future with them. You you get them to work out their future. Do, is it kind of mind mapping or vision boarding? What is it? What do they do? What do you focus on in that?
1: It can be vision boarding as well. Like I can um, teach people how to create their own vision boards. Um, can use various tools can be guided meditation so they they can just visualize it um or just by talking things out you know these are my uh, goals or writing you know my my long-term goals my medium uh, term goals my short-term goals depending on the length of the coaching relationship If, if it's only like uh, three sessions. Some people uh, back then have only three sessions, and we probably didn't have enough time to to cover everything. But now, my uh, couple by House diamond coaching package is nine sessions. So uh, we have more time to um, unpack and more time to set stepping stones towards the goals or the dreams they have together.
0: And so when you do that, is it the person individually or do they do it together? And the reason I'm asking is that I know when I've tried to do vision boards and things with my husband, I've really got annoyed with him and I've ended up going off and doing it myself. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do mine, you do yours and we'll come together at some point. I mean, it usually ends up with the same kind of things on the vision boards, but
1: when we've tried to do it together, it's just gone horribly wrong. (laughs) Yeah, well, I guess when they come to me and they sit together in front of me, you can't you can't escape. I guess uh, you gotta do the work, and you know you're you're right in front of me. Or if it's online, if it's through Zoom, then well, they're they're both in front of me, um, in front of the computer. So uh, it's it's that uh, commitment of working with someone you know, uh, because you pay me, might as well do it, right? There's a pain point there involved. <laughs> we already pay her, we better, might might as well, you know, do the work that we pay for. Uh, so there, there's the the push element there. Yes, um, you are definitely become more accountable when you have someone professional to keep you accountable. Yes, you can't just, you know, run off and and do your own thing. Yeah, less less chance of just run off and and end up doing nothing. Less chance, definitely. So um, the other thing that I would like to mention is yeah, my my retreats, I guess, because oh yes, uh, my my first retreat would be for brokenhearted singles. So I'm quite clear on who I would love to serve for for this retreat. So divorced, uh, brokenhearted single uh, women. I mean, I'm not excluding men. So men can come as well, but um, definitely uh, moms. Um, And they've been separated for a while or divorced for a while, but they're still harboring some um, anger, resentment, uh, hurt and feel lonely. And they would love long to attract the right partner, loving partner in their lives. Yeah. And they feel very, very lonely because they are envious uh, looking Elsewhere, oh, you know, people are coupled up and um, they um, love each other, and she longs or he longs for that. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, the retreat called "From Mess to Success." That's the name of the retreat. Is <laughs> for divorced uh, or separated, uh, lonely, broken-hearted uh, singles. And um, it will be in April 2021 in country New South Wales. So <laughs> uh, don't worry if, you, if you're if you worried about COVID, I play it safe. I hold it in New South Wales, not outside of Australia. So you don't have to travel that far, you have to travel a little bit because uh, that's the point of having um, an on-site retreat is you remove yourself from the the uh, busyness of day-to-day life, all the source stresses, so you can focus on healing yourself for five days with me and the other people, the group. Um, also, I'm interested to do a virtual uh, retreat, so meaning in the comfort of your own um, home. Who knows, maybe I will do it at the end of the year, who knows, I haven't planned for that one yet, but I have planned for the uh, on-site um, retreat in April, 2021. Um, so yeah, I would love to open up that um, opportunity to your people and planting a seed. So if you feel that you are not um, happy where you are at right now, and you're single, you feel lonely, you feel broken, still bitter, um, there is a way. Definitely, you know, especially when you are surrounded by other people in a similar sort of situation, not quite the same, but similar, but they want the same thing. You know, they want to feel confident again. They want to be loved again by themselves uh, because typically we are very hard on ourselves. Uh, uh, When I um, bring my clients to this mirror work uh, to state how much they love themselves, they probably stuck, um, I like my hair um i love myself because i am smart and they can't go on because they just can't look at themselves and love themselves so that's part of the work anyway uh that i do in my one-on-one coaching uh so yeah if you are feeling uh somewhere along the line and you want to heal yourself and you are keen to be able to, um, attract the right person into your life, then come to my retreat or, you know, engage on my one-on-one coaching. I would love to help you.
0: The other thing that you didn't mention in that, and that, and it would be the thing for me, like when my friend was going through all this is fear of everything happening again. So not just the resentment and the anger about what happened in the past, but fear about bringing it into the future and it happening again. And that's a huge thing to dispel. Oh, and the other thing is, I could not stand in front of a mirror and tell myself that I love myself. Like,
1: just, no. <laughs> it takes practice. <laughs> Probably the first time you can't go past my hair. I mean, I already told you how much I love your hair. Probably you is that I love my hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually
0: interesting because my eldest daughter said to me a couple of weeks ago, Mum, do you realise you've got you've really got body dysmorphia? You've got no idea how you look and you think you look a particular way and you totally don't. There you <laughs> so go. That was interesting, yeah. Why yeah. child. <laughs> but it's difficult to do that. And I think if you're going into a new relationship you know if you've gone through a hideous breakup and and particularly if you're left trying to keep a family together and keep the kids happy and maintain a relationship between the kids and their father because kids notice everything that's going on and they're not going to be happy if either parent is distraught about the other parent doing something they're not they're going to get it Um, so you've got to deal with all that and then you know putting yourself back out into the cattle market that can be you know finding your new partner is just has got to be one of the most daunting things that you can possibly do
1: yes yes definitely so one of the work that will be involved will be uh, the process of letting go so everyone's different. Uh and well, if you want to find out more, become one of my clients and <laughs> experience it yourself. But yes, it's definitely uh one of the work that we have to do because fear, everyone has fear and it's a valid, very, very valid point. And you need to express your fear to be able to deal with your fear. You need to acknowledge that. Some people just, you know, brush it under the carpet. I mean, typical Australian, just like especially. Guys, right? Ah just chin up. Just chin up and just keep going. Do what you do. But then if you keep doing the same thing and expecting the the a different result, isn't it? Insanity. So yeah, better ask for help. (laughs) That was
0: that bluntness coming through, wasn't it? (laughs) I told you I'm the (laughs) wreck.
1: That was great. And my, uh, my last client, um, she just finished one of my coaching packages, and she said, Oh my God, Ingrid, after session number two or number three, I felt a huge shift already. She's been carrying this trauma for 35 years. Yeah, I just got her, um, her testimonial the other day. And she said during session number two and number three, I already felt the shift. And I've been carrying this for 35 years. So there you go people. Uh I am direct. Yes. Uh but you don't have to be in therapy with me for years and years and years to get the healing. You know, because naturally this is just my personality. I like to go back to your past, fix it, move on. What do you want in your future? Let's manifest that. Let's go. It I'm not is. for everybody, I'm not for everybody, but I'm telling you, yeah, if you, if you like what you see, this is what you get. Yes, yeah, so um, I can offer gentleness, uh, depends on, on what's happening in front of me, of course, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm blunt, I am blunt, I am direct, but I am also gentle. So, um, yeah, depends on what the client needs. And it does come from a space of love. Like, that's oh, what I'm definitely. picking up. It's always love. Definitely. Yeah. Always. Always. Because Which is, without love, then um, I can't be curious. I'm always curious to learn uh, what they need to say, you know. But then I can rein in. If if they tend to be entangled in the story, a lot of people have a lot of stories. Let's Let's go back to... <laughs> go back to the right train track
0: shall we <laughs> <laughs> yep i hear you i think we're about done ingrid thank you so much my that pleasure absolutely wonderful you are divine you really oh, are thank you oh,
1: yeah. i feel love thank you very much
0: thank you for listening to this episode of the menopause marriage and motherhood podcast come and join us in our new Facebook group, the Menopause, Marriage and Motherhood group, where we'll discuss what happened in this podcast and all the other things that have got to do with midlife. I'll see you there.